Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Now, you may be wondering why we have on, at this time, Trey Biddy. he normally is 5 o'clock, but he has a special event he has to attend tonight, so I believe it's in Rogers, if I remember correctly. Trey, are you with us? Hello, Maybe it's Trey. All these lines. Maybe it's all these lines. You know, it's interesting you say you, you don't know if you have enough lines because uh, the discussion has been about offensive lines all week. Trey Biddy says, I can't get through any of the tie lines. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bear, if you could, could you drop just for a little bit to the bottom of the hour, if that's okay with you? Yep. All right. So hopefully we will have a line. All right, Trey. Now you can do it. One of the tie lines has been dropped. Now you can get on. I'll say try again. Try, try that? again. Try yeah. again. Yeah. While he's trying, I gotta and, tell you, you know, Randy, if you wanna if you wanna know how to do a call in show, and you've done this for many, many years. I don't years, know how. Many, many years you've done this. Maybe we ought to take the tact that Nick Saban took on his call in show. <laughs> Nick Saban did his call in show this week. Okay, Trey Biddy says I'm on in B. So we Trey's in B. Nick Saban. Trey, are I guess, you there? I'm here. Okay. So there Nick you go. Got me? Okay, good. Gotcha. But did we lose Rick? Oh, and he's got a guy named Pee Wee Roberts who calls him regularly. And so Pee Wee was the first caller. And he says, Coach, how are you, sir? Here's how, what Nick Saban said next. Well, Pee Wee, I've been wanting to talk to you all week, man. We got to firm up the pocket. We're setting too soft. We're getting pushed back in the middle. Everybody thinks we can't hold up against the blitz, and they're sacking us with a four-man rush, one three-man rush. Only one sack came off pressure. So I wanted to ask you, Pee Wee, what the heck is going on? <laughs> Pee Wee said, "Coach, I believe you covered it all right there." <laughs> what a great no way to, to ask you. What, what a great way to deal with. Callers, huh? <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's that's about as simple as you can get it right there. That's right. That's about yep. as simple as that's you can right. get it. All right, Trey. Rick is on the line with us this time. He he has to leave again at 5 o'clock today. Yeah. But I can't wait to ask you this at, at 5 o'clock because you won't <laughs> oh, be with boy. us as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Trey, is the hay in the barn? <laughs> <laughs> boy, I hope oh. it is. I, I think it's interesting, you know, that these – two teams haven't really played anybody yet there's not a lot of teams out there that haven't played you know the teams in the power five conferences that haven't played another power five school there's only what i think four in the uh maybe five in the big 12 and then four in the sec and then after this weekend there'll only be like two i think and one in each conference so there's a lot of questions to ask with these two teams i mean this is this is the first time both of these teams have no excuse to say you know we're holding something back or we're trying to experiment there's none of that it's put your best players out there 
you got to win this game. you got to pull out whatever you've got hidden so far, whatever lack of motivation there might have been last week or the week before. All that stuff's out the window for both of these teams. Uh, you know, I, I keep going back for Arkansas. I think Arkansas's got as talented a roster as they've had since Sam Pittman has been here, the most talented they've had since he's been here. Uh, I think they've got a better squad than BYU personnel-wise. Arkansas is the home team. It's going to be like 70 degrees at kickoff. It's going to be a beautiful environment in Razorback Stadium. It's a night game on ESPN2. Uh, there's just a, a lot of reasons to like Arkansas. And as I said yesterday, I, I take K.J. Jefferson over Keaton Slovis, the quarterback. Uh, I, th- I think just a lot of things when I check things off, they go in Arkansas's favor. Now, the best team doesn't always win. So what does that come down to? Mistakes. We hear people say all the time, well, we, they didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. No, they beat you. It's it's about the team. Everybody makes mistakes. It's about the team that limits them the most, and then it's about the other team, which team makes you pay the most for them. And that's something that the great teams have always done. They make you pay for your mistakes. And so that's something we haven't talked about a lot. Is Arkansas going to play – you know, a clean game from a penalty standpoint. The, you know, the first game, I thought that one of the more encouraging things was they didn't have any procedure penalties. You know, the second game, they, they had a couple. Um, so don't make – don't do things that are just going to, you know, kill you in that regard. I keep thinking back to, you know, what Florida did in that first game, just how many times they hurt themselves with having two number threes out there on a special teams unit or false starting on a fourth and one, you know, or – uh, just, just mistakes. Or not enough like, men the on the line of scrimmage. Right. Yeah. I those think they are, had well, three penalties the of not having enough men on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. 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 Uh, just, just errors like that are things that can get you beat. And Arkansas has had two weeks uh, to practice and get more comfortable and figure out what they have. So, this is it. I mean, this is, I. I Saying it's a must-win is a, is a strong phrase for this, but it's a it's an important game to tell us. Okay, what's Arkansas? Who are they right now? You know, and, and that evolves throughout the season. But this is the first real chance that I think you know. I, and I'm not sharing any secrets with that. This is the first real chance for them to come out and show what they've got. I, I think Arkansas has got a better team than they got last than they had last year. Um, you know, we talk about all the culture issues that they have fixed and, you know, having two dozen transfers leads this program. And a lot of those, you know, players were part of that issue. Not all of them, but a lot of them were. Having the staff change over, the strength staff change over, all the things that they've done to fix stuff. Um, all right, let's see it. You know, it's, it's time. And it's a, it's a nice big stage for them. Trey, have you had a chance to uh, look at, Bet Saracen, the double R prop specials. Have you had a chance to look at those? Well, that was Stump the Band. You won. Wow. <laughs> I you get dinner for two somewhere. How's that? Uh, what, what, all right. I'll, I'll get Tim's feedback. You get dinner Tim, for two Tim, at what Sonic do you think? Drive-in. What do you think of the double R prop specials? I've got five circled right now for sure. KJ Jefferson. Over a half rushing touchdown, so one rushing score in KJ, and you're in the chips. That's just a gold mine right there, Randy. I mean, unreal. Look at the, look at the yards rushing. Yeah, over 50 yards rushing for KJ. Uh, I like Dominique Johnson over 15 and a half yards rushing. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get my 401k open on that deal. <laughs> okay, now Randy Trey Trey Biddy said he got kicked off. So how would he get kicked off? 
I don't know. This this is not. We're not talking about kickoff. He got kicked off. I'm not sure how that happened. I see it now. Okay. Cam Little over four and a half extra points. Speaking of kicking, that's a good bet. I think we'll score five touchdowns. Yeah. That see, I, I think it's quite fair. Um, <laughs> While we wait on Trey, hopefully he can get reconnected and not kicked off. Um, Greenwood taking on Siloam Springs, but one of the things that you shared with me a moment ago, down to your number three quarterback. Well, I know for sure that uh, that Kane Archer is not going to be going tonight, and our our uh, kid that came in for him last week was uh, Cooper Goodwin, and he sustained a little bit of an injury this week in practice, and I haven't heard officially uh, what his status is, but – and the last thing I heard that was unofficial was that uh, that Scott Holland was going to get the ball tonight. So it'll be anxious to see uh, who gets the call. L.J. Robbins is also an emergency quarterback. Both those guys are wide receivers. So it uh, should be interesting tonight to see how the Bulldogs fare. Siloam will come down there, usually a pretty hungry team. Struggling a bit the first couple of weeks, but it'll be interesting. All right, Trey Biddy is calling in. So. Yes, I've, I've, I've sent him oh, the you're number. The same thing. So okay, so hopefully we'll see Trey in a moment. Um, this is our football Friday. Next Friday we'll be back with the Sonic Blast. That will be in Arkadelphia, but uh, today we are in Greenwood, and um, I've always, Tim, this is this has been one of my, I guess you can say, goals. Maybe bucket list. I'm not sure if it gets that deep, but I've always wanted to come to Northwest Arkansas. There's great schools all the way up to the River Valley, all the way to Fayetteville, Rogers, Springdale's, etc. So we may be expanding on further towards the west eventually. Oh, no, that would be towards the east. Mm -hmm. And uh, get into Fayetteville, and then that way on a football Friday I could have Rick with me. Yes, absolutely. That would be just fantastic yeah well welcome to greenwood we're glad you're here well thank you i'm, I'm not seeing trey i'm here there oh, you go okay okay are you back yeah i just had to abandon the app it's too been glitchy today so do the old way okay do it the old-fashioned way well it's not showing up on my board so i wonder if i've got problems there um trey if you were if you were setting goals if you were setting goals for this Arkansas offense for this game, what goals would you set for the offense? Well, I mean, we just touched on a couple of them. Procedure penalties, I think, are obviously that's very important. Don't make mistakes like jumping off sides or five men in the backfield or, um, you know, letting the clay clock run out, which happened a couple times last week. So, you know, those types of things. Um, the snaps, Randy, like you pointed out last week, I mean, week one, there were too many snaps that were too high. And week two, there were too many that were too low. And, yeah, guys, you cannot have your first read for a quarterback being whether or not the ball's coming to me or not. You know, that's, that's, that's a big problem. So got to get those things straightened out. Just those minor details. I think, you know, as far as throwing and catching the ball, Arkansas should have success. As far as running the ball, they should have success. It's those little things like that that, that cause you to lose ball games. Uh, you know, aside from that, I'd like to see Arkansas definitely go over 200 yards rushing. And, uh, you know. That's what I'm looking I don't know, for. 250 passing. That's what I'm looking for. Because I don't really feel like that and Trey may be 
a big play or two. I yeah. know he had a big play to start Certainly the game lacking last week. Yeah. Western, Western Carolina, the 65-yard bubble screen out there to Jaden Wilson. But I'd like to see some, some big plays, some explosive yeah. plays. Really only four plays, I think, over 18 yards, nothing over 38. I think that might have been the longest play last week. So, uh, absolutely, that was one of the things I thought was disappointing. You know, we talk about, you know, what they did to milk the clock and, you know, play the four corners offense. Well, Arkansas was having long drives, you know, and that's that's great to put together a long drive, but it's also a long drive against Kent State. You would, you know, you would expect to see some explosive plays. I thought KJ was a little bit off. You know, KJ hadn't been off much in, in his career. Uh, you know, even the Liberty game, he really battled back in that one. But there's a couple of games, really, you could point to where KJ, you know, like had an off game. Uh, I mean, against most opponents, you know, not like obviously there's been Alabama and Georgia, although he played really well against Alabama two years ago. Uh, you know, but for the most part against most opponents, KJ has been really, really solid and consistent for you. Keaton Slovis, I can point to five games last year where he was really off. Now there's like a Miami game where they where he was really good, had three touchdowns and one interception, and had a high completion percentage. And then the week before that, you know he he didn't play very well against Duke. Uh, so I think KJ is usually pretty consistent. I would just be really surprised, even though he had a 163 efficiency rating in the last game, it still felt off, didn't it? You know he was yeah. he wasn't just on the mark like he was in in the first game. So I'm banking on KJ to get back going and, you know, being accurate and, and being the KJ that we're used to seeing. Uh, and that's what I base a lot of my reasoning why I think Arkansas is going to win the game is because of KJ. I think he'll bounce back and have a really good game. Um, but, yeah, uh, you'd like to see him have some consistency running the ball, as you mentioned, some big plays. And then the little things that I mentioned, you know, the snaps, the penalties, those types of things just – you just don't need those things to happen. Momentum killers. All right, Dre, what should be some goals? This is a offensive line of BYU that has had some of their issues. They're not they're not blocking well in the running game. Uh, they seem to protect okay uh, in regards to the passing game. But what goals would you like to see Arkansas to hit defensively? Yeah, definitely uh, – you want to see the the defensive line do what we're all expecting them to do. Not a very good BYU offensive line. At least they haven't been playing very well. Uh, you, so you would like to see the defensive front dominate. You know, I talked about Monday going out there and seeing those linebackers hit. And, I mean, guys, they were smacking each other. They were – you would hate to be a scout team guy because they were getting popped very, very hard. Um, and that's, you know – the tackling, like I can go back and look at the last game. Yeah, Arkansas had a bunch of sacks, TFLs in the last game. There were also plenty of times where, uh, you know, they had the guy dead to rights in the backfield and, and let him, you know, get up back up to the line of scrimmage, and it wasn't a TFL. Uh, so tackling, wrapping up, I think uh, swarming to the ball. You guys watching on TV, you want to see a lot of red jerseys in the frame, you know, flying over the pile kind of stuff. Um, that's usually a really good indicator. To me, that's you know, I, I go back to, like, thinking about Houston Nuts' first pregame speech. You know, if you mess it up, go 100 miles an hour. And that, to me, is one of the biggest things when it comes to playing defense. You're going to give up plays. You just are. You're going to give up, you know, big pass plays every once in a while. Um, you know, but keep keep it in front of you. 
don't give up those big plays and really swarm to the football. To me, it's not so much like looking for a specific statistic as much as, you know, just the tenacity that you see on, on defense. That, to me, is, is a goal much as, as much as anything, as much as tackling numbers or sacks and stuff, just seeing them really swarm to the football and, um, you know, I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to me. And if you do that, then everything else takes care of itself. I think we used to call them quarterback hurries. Just give me a bunch of quarterback hurries. Yeah, Being his face, pressure, move him outside the pocket, the change his launch point. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. All of those things. I think Sacks are me, great, but if you can, if you can disrupt exactly. the quarterback, period, then you're going to have success. And you're going to make him get rid of the ball faster, which helps your mm-hmm. secondary. And let's face it, I, I, I'm not sure really still what to expect out of this secondary because I don't feel like they've really been tested. And right. we saw a few breakdowns really in both games. And second game against Kent State, it was more the linebackers, particularly in coverage on the tight end. But in the first game, even though he didn't get a chance to find them, there was the pressure being put on, which if you could look downfield, there were some open receivers down the field for Western Carolina. So, yeah, get in his face, make him get rid of it, and um, that to me is the best formula possible. Rick, have you or or Trey, have you heard about the numbers tomorrow? I, I would think this could be, should be a sellout. Ought to be close. I think it's going Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, it ought to be close. Now, last week they announced the crowd at 73,000. Obviously, that's tickets sold because uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess there were probably 65 to 66 yeah, there, yeah. which is a heck of a good crowd for Kent State. Yeah. Uh, I would guess there truly will be 73 or more tomorrow. Uh, what's the sellout? Is it, Trey, is it 76 now? I don't know if they'll have 76. 76, which I, I really doubt that there's a round number 76. Yeah, but I'm going to guess 73,000 or so will show up for the game. you think that's about right? Yeah, I think think you could see an announced crowd of 74, something like that. I think it will appear to be packed, though. You know, I mean, just, guys, there's like everybody. Here's one of the things that nobody's really talking about just yet. Like, you know, people are talking, hey, you want to go to the BYU game? Well, there's not another home game for 35 days. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so if you want to get to one, this is the time to go uh, because it's it's going to be a while, and you're not going to get many 70 degrees at kickoff. You know, no. probably 62 degrees by the time the game wraps up. Um, 6:30. You know, you get to tailgate all day and and just have a, have a good time. Hopefully, and, the whole time. And even time. if you're on the east side, you're probably you're not going to get baked because yeah. even let's say it's 73 or four, the sun's going to be behind the west deck, right. so you'll be okay. And yeah. I think it was impressive last week. Trey was the students in that upper south end. Isn't that all students? Mm-hmm. Student overflow. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was full. The, the students were there now, just like always. About halftime, some of them on the east side left. But the ones in the upper deck, they, they stayed. Uh, it was a really good student turnout for that first game. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, Dixon Street's still going to be there, students. It'll still – they're not going to take it away. So, And they don't close. They don't close at right. 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so stay, be loud. I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the second half. But, there, I mean, inevitably, there's – 
you know, it starts leaking out. And, you know, I think, I don't know, maybe there's students that, you know, are from other states and stuff that aren't as into it. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. When I felt out, like when I was a student, at least in the Houston Nut years, it was, uh, it was rare that you would see it empty out like that. Now, Trey, real quick before you go, would you bring me a jacket? I, 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 I yeah, bring I'm a jacket. Yeah, no, I, I need you to bring me one. I, I'd forgotten I'm going mm-hmm. to the frozen tundra of northwest Arkansas. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get cold, so be sure and bring I think you'll be okay with a little flannel, Randy. Get you some flannel. I'm going to be Trey. that cold. We will see right, you tomorrow guys. at the game and uh, get on Monday. All right. <laughs>